0: Welcome to Cat Chat, brought to you by Dr. Elsie's, the wonderful private company owned by Dr. Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian whose personal mission is to formulate litters that keep cats using the litter box, which keeps them in their loving homes. I'm Tracy Hotchner, the author of The Cat Bible, Everything Your Cat Expects You to Know. My mission is to entertain, educate, and inspire cat lovers like you to give their kitty cats the best possible life in nutrition, affection, and environmental enrichment. With Dr. Elsie's support, the Cat Chat Show brings you interviews with cat authors and experts, some old favorites, some new conversations, so you can better understand and appreciate your own feline family members. Dr. Elsie's is also the founding and continuing sponsor of my New York Cat Film Festival, short films from around the world that celebrate the kitty cat, which will be back in theaters, starting on Global Cat Day, October 16th, around the country, and will travel nationwide through 2022. Meantime, thanks to Dr. Elsie's, you can now see streaming versions of earlier festivals for free on Tubi TV. I'm here with Dr. Michael Delgado, the great cat behaviorist consultant and a whisperer, as far as I'm concerned. Dr. Michael before we talk about new cat introductions, which is something I spent a long time outlining in the cat Bible, because I think new cat introductions are done so poorly and wind up with really bad outcomes. I'd like to talk about whether a cat really needs or should have, are you doing the right thing by your cat to get them a companion? Mm -hmm. As a consultant... Obviously, if somebody comes to you with, with a multi-cat household with problems, you're not going to say, you know, last one in, first one out, which used to be kind yeah. of a rule that I had if, it, if people got out of control. But let's talk about people that have the one kitty. They love their cat. Sure. Cat loves them. Life is good. I think I want to get another cat. Is that ever a good idea? Is it always a good idea? How do you judge
1: yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, I worked in an animal shelter for eight years, so helped a lot of oh, people right. trying to work through this question as well. And, you know, my first question is really, like, who is this cat for? And Thank you. Um, you know, it's one thing if, if the person wants um, another cat to kind of maybe round out their household, like maybe the cat they have doesn't have some of the traits that they're interested in or, um, you know, they just want to... Save more animals, and that's you know a noble goal. Even though it doesn't always work out, right? We yes. know that not every cat introduction is going to work out. But you know, it, when people say like, "Well, I think my cat's bored or lonely," um or you know, my work schedule changed. Oh, you know, pandemic is you know changing my work, and now I'm going back to the office, and I'm concerned my cat will be sad or right. lonely all day. Right. That can be a red flag because you can you know if you don't have time for for one cat to meet their needs. Um, you might find yourself in a tricky situation where now you have two lonely cats who don't like each other and now you have to try to meet their needs separately. So um, so it's, it's a combination of factors. Um, you know, does the person have the time and space to do a proper introduction and give the cats all of their resources that we know multiple cats need? Like you can't just have one litter box anymore. Now you need three, you know, yes. so it's, um, so, you know, you always want to kind of Make sure that people understand like what it means to introduce cats and the fact that they might not like each other. Um, what's the history of each cat? You know, has your cat lived with other cats before and how did that go? How long has it been? If they haven't lived with other cats since they were a kitten, it might not go that well um, because now they're an adult. They have different you know needs. Um, so where I tend to say yes, your cat will probably benefit from another cat is if it's a very um, young, active cat. So a kitten. Um, I'm a big fan of adopting kittens in pairs or more, um, depending on... Or more? Oh, my needs. goodness. I think, you know, I adopted three siblings myself last wow. year, and, um, you know, I've, I have a friend who's adopted, you know, a litter before, and that the went, whole litter. Know, very well. Um, but, you know, what we know about cat relationships is that the ones that tend to do best are ones that were either um, grew up together, so families, um, or were um, adopted together at a young age. So research has shown that those cats are more likely to show affection and signs of friendship as adults than cats who are introduced um, at different times. So not that those cats can't be friends. I mean, there's always, um, you know, some cats who are just very cat friendly. Um, some situations where cats will become friends no matter what. I mean, I had two cats that I introduced um, probably four years apart and they became very close friends. They slept together and groomed each other and played together. Um, But we're just talking about, like, what increases the chance of success here because um, the introduction process can be tricky. We just want to give it the best shot possible. And where I see people tend to go wrong is when they have, like, a a senior or a super senior, um, which would be a cat over 15, um, where that cat, maybe they lived with another cat their whole life, right? And now one of the cats has passed.
0: Right. And And they think that they're grieving or mourning. And, yes. they and they are a or And they probably are. Yeah. Um, yeah. But
1: that doesn't mean they want you to adopt them a kitten.
0: <laughs> so, oh, God, help. No. Um,
1: so you really have to think about what life stage your cat is in, um, and is this going to be a potential stressor to bring in another animal? Um, the, the answer is yes, especially if that animal has very different social needs. And we know that younger cats are more social, more active, And they're going to want to play with another cat and maybe play pretty roughly. Um, They may not respect personal space bubbles. And so that can be a huge stressor on a cat who's, you know, 12, 14, 16, maybe having health issues, that's not the kind of scenario you want. I think a lot of people have this idea that they'll just mother a kitten, right. a parent a kitten, right. um, and that everything will be great. And, you know, certainly sometimes it can work out, but um, it's not just the senior cat that I'm concerned about at that point. It's also the kitten because the kitten has right. social needs mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Uh, the senior cat's not going to be able to meet. So um, so that's a, a case where I'm very concerned about that kind of introduction because of the potential for stress and also you know maybe when the kitten is two months old they're not very threatening but when your senior cat who's now 15 is going to be 17 you're going to have a two-year-old cat who's going to be even pushier and bigger and still want to play so you have to kind of think about the long term as well and so for me that's not a scenario I generally recommend um, unless people have like a lot of space a lot of time and maybe they're willing to adopt
0: two
1: cats that are younger and can play with each other and leave Separately. the
0: senior cat alone. Okay, so let's, yeah. let's back up and talk about a specific scenario. You've got yeah. a cat. You've had your whole life. The cat has been a solo cat in your household, and they're mm-hmm. getting older. Now, selfishly, I think, people think, uh-oh, my cat's going to die. I'm going to be devastated. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to be so mm-hmm. sad and sorry. I know. I'll get another cat now as kind of a bridge. Oh, it'll keep my cat sure. company too. But I think a yeah. lot of it is driven by the human fear which is very logical, your cat is going to predecease you. And because well-looked-after cats live such a long time, up to 20 years and even more, they've lived through huge portions of your life. They're such important parts of your life that losing them, for some people, is almost unthinkable in a different way than than losing a dog who... You know, a large dog maybe lives to 8, 10, 12, but sure. these cats live so long. So yep. I think the idea that you want to get another cat to pre-prime sort of pre yourself to not be so sad because you'll have another cat is selfish because really you're going to be totally sad about losing your cat. And having another yep. cat is never going to take away that grief or the decades you've spent with the cat. So Absolutely. I've got this, this old cat. Is there any way that that old cat would like another older cat, a more, you know, a, 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 also a senior? Would the cat really like the other cat? Want the other cat? Is it going to make their life better? Because to the human, you go, oh, no, now i got a two seniors. I'm going to have two losses kind of maybe close together, mm-hmm. selfishly. So, yeah. you know, you have to think of if you really want to do something good for your cat, is it best to leave that cat with the peace of his space And then we go to the question of and what if he's had a companion all his life who's died and he's grieving so first the question is your cat's getting (laughs) older what is the kindest most cat-centric thing to do in your opinion
1: yeah i mean i just went through this myself um my 16 and a half year old cat passed last year and she'd had a companion um until 2018 and so my other cat had, had passed so we had her live for last you know two years as an only kitty. And it was, you know, hard for us. I mean, you know, I don't want to, I mean, pet loss is the worst. Um, you know, I've, I've been through it and um, I, I get how painful it is or how painful it is to even think about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, you know, what I would encourage people to do is like, you know, there's great resources online about, about grief and That's helping right. to prepare you for mm-hmm. these, these moments and working with your veterinarian to make sure that your cat has a really great quality of life as long as possible and, um, you know, making the the euthanasia um, something that you feel good about in that you are relieving your cat's suffering. Uh, maybe you can do it in home or having some right. rituals around that um, and certainly some ways to mem- uh, memorize memorialize your yes. cat. So whether it's photos or, you know, I had some jewelry made out of um, some fallen whiskers Nice. and my cat's ashes. So there's, there's really nice things you can do. You're never going to forget your kitty. You're going to love them forever. You will love other cats and it's okay. You know, there's That's just right. so many aspects about pet loss that are really hard for people to, to conceptualize. And, um, certainly during a pandemic, we're all, you know, experiencing different levels of like stress and loneliness. And so, yeah, it does, it does feel unbearable, but, um, you know, I think you really have to to take their needs into consideration. What we opted to do, um, you know, when we just had the one and she was older is we fostered a few um, neonatal kittens and, um, oh, interesting. and we fostered a, yeah, we fostered a pregnant cat and she let us know pretty quickly how she felt, um, which was like, she didn't, she didn't like having other cats in the home. Right. And so, um, so I think, you know, if someone's wondering like, should I get another older cat, you know, then you could foster, um, if you have the space to keep them completely
0: separated. Completely separated. Correct. Yep. Completely. Separate
1: room, door closed, Yep. towel under the door. Yep. Um, and so that's a to see how your cat will react and, and test drive the concept and also yes. find out how much you like keeping two cats in separate spaces in your house um, and how much extra work it is and <laughs> see if you're up for it um, and it helps out a rescue group so that's a great that's way right. to kind of just that's good the advice waters. Um, yeah and otherwise I would say you know don't feel pressured to um, kind of have a bridge kitty um, you know some people do need a break in between to grieve and yes. but you know working in the shelter I also saw people who came in the day after their pet had passed to get another cat. And I never judge them for that because, you know, they almost always said the house is just too quiet. Yes. I'm too you know, it's too sad. And a lot of those adoptions worked out fine. It wasn't like a rebound romance or anything. So um, so, you know, I think everyone's response to grief and loss is different and um, but I think the, the main thing is just respecting that your you know, your cat doesn't necessarily need a companion. You can, um, you know, if your cat had a companion that that passed, um, you can provide your cat with more play and enrichment. Um, make sure that they have, you know, things to keep them busy, some novelty in the environment. Um, you know, make sure they have a window to watch birds, that sort of thing, and keep their life as routine and stable as possible to help them cope with the stress. Um, and certainly talk to your veterinarian if you're having, you know, signs of um, distress. Right. So right. like depression not eating, over-grooming.
0: howling, yeah. over-grooming,
1: exactly. So, so there's lots of people can do without getting another kitty right away. Okay, or so, so
0: that's husband. a very, very clear answer about the older cat who either yeah. you're concerned he or she's getting older and you're going to lose them or they have lost their lifetime companion. Pretty much yeah. the answer is no, but you can do these other good deeds on the side, but they have nothing no. to do with an interaction with your older cat. Now let's yeah. say you have a cat who's young-ish, middle age, call it four, mm-hmm. five, yeah. six, you already have the cat. And mm-hmm. it occurs to you one fine day, oh, I saw a picture of two cats cuddling and playing and chasing each other up a curtain or something. Um, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. What about <laughs> that cat who is seems perfectly happy, but in your mind you think they might actually enjoy having a companion? We're going to do a separate show on how to do a new cat introduction It's very labor-intensive and requires a lot of patience and management by you. But before you even are taught how to do that, is that a good deed to do to a cat?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, as I kind of hinted at at the start, I don't really recommend adopting a cat for your cat. Um, You know, if you want a cat and you're willing to put in the effort and, um, you know, just to make sure, you know, give it the best chance of working out, that's fine. And I will say, you know, I think a few studies have suggested about two-thirds of introductions Work out eventually if you're patient. So, um, so it can, and I don't want to, you know. I mean, everyone's probably thinking like, well, I had a cat, and I adopted another one, they got on right, the along great, yes, and that definitely course. does happen. So, sure, you course. know, I don't want to give anybody the like misconception that these never work out. I mean, you know, we know they can work out, and you know, even if your cats are not friends, they might offer some companionship. Um, you know, something to to keep an eye on as long as it's not causing stress. But <laughs> you know, I think it's just important to be realistic about, um, you know. It, what we know about cat social behavior is that it's flexible. And so some cats right. are very highly social with other cats and some cats really don't want to live with other cats. And that most cats fall somewhere in between where it's like, okay, if, if I have the time and there's enough resources and I can get away if I need to and feel safe right. if I need to, that I can tolerate another cat just fine and maybe over time we will become friendly with one another. You know, it's like anything. It takes it takes time. So, um, so you know, I, I just think, you know, if you think your cat is is lonely um, getting them another cat is not a quick
0: fix very so good you, very good yeah. clear answer you don't adopt a cat yeah. for your cat don't yep. project onto the cat Well, just a reminder as we know about cat nutrition and digestion that cats are not little dogs mm-hmm. cats are not yeah. little dogs in terms of <laughs> a pal dogs yeah. are pack animals by their you know in their hard wiring so mm-hmm. most dogs, although those who've learned over life to really dislike new dogs, which is many dogs actually, sure. don't sure. want them. Eventually, they learn to pack up because it's it's in their hard wiring. Cats are much more of a solo animal. So to get a cat for your beloved cat that he will only tolerate or... Yeah. Or deal with is obviously not the adjective you're looking for. Harmony, joy, no. peace, fun—it's right. probably well, not. Well, we see the
1: pictures of cuddling. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And and one important point is just what we know about um, groupings of cats that do well. Like when we look at feral colony studies, it's really about abundance of resources and space, so that the cats yes. have the choice to not compete. So you really need to have, like, multiple litter boxes in different spaces in your home. You need to have multiple cat trees and scratching posts in different spaces in your home. You have to have multiple cat beds, separated food areas. Like, these are the things that help cats coexist peacefully um, when they choose to congregate. And so we want to model that in the home. And if you don't have the space or willingness, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to look like I live with 10 cats, but yes. I still want 10 cats. Um, <laughs> you know, if, you don't, <laughs> if you're not willing to look like you live with multiple cats, then maybe you shouldn't have multiple cats. So um, so those are the things that really allow cats the, the freedom to choose whether they want to cuddle or not, um, not be forced to cuddle because you only have one, like, sunspot right. or one right. bed. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So so people really need to think about can my um, household support multiple cats if they don't
0: love each other. So the answer to this question to wrap up is <laughs> if you have if you if there's two kittens that you find in the street or the neighbor accidentally had them or they're at the shelter, have at it or be crazy like Dr. Michael Delgado get three, <laughs> you know? They're yeah. little. But Well,
1: but, and I, what uh, what I would add too, is I think for kittens if you're starting with kittens you're going to have fewer problems if you adopt a few of them instead of just one. Yes. So that's kind of so a, separate topic, like a separate topic. It is a separate topic. We'll do a, but kitten, I would say,
0: a kitten not yeah. to be alone topic. Right. I,
1: I am a fan of adopting kittens in pairs or more. So, nice. Yeah.
0: Or more is hilarious.
1: Like 10 <laughs> is fine.
0: Um, last word is, or if the shelter has a bonded pair who they've lost yeah. their humans and yeah. they're known to have always lived Great. together, please never separate those cats. They will absolutely be so grateful to have a new safe space in your home. Thank you so much, Dr. Michael Delgado, for talking for the kitties. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks for listening. I hope this conversation has deepened your understanding and affection for cats everywhere. It's been brought to you by Dr. Elsie's, which has broken new ground by creating a healthy, dry, and canned food for kitties called Clean Protein, which is inspired by the protein levels found in a cat's natural prey. I recommend that wet food should always be your cat's primary diet, but clean protein is the first dry cat food I believe can be a healthy choice if you want to feed dry food, even as part of your kitty's diet.